Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of the Shellheads podcast, uh, a TMNT podcast. I am your host, Sergio. Uh, with me is your other host, Jeff, as always. Uh, how's it going, Jeff? As always, Sergio, it's going rather well. How's it going with you? I'm exhausted, but other than really? that. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Dude, no, we uh, we got to go into this. Uh, long day at work? It, no, it's, it's I don't, I, you know, we have a new baby, so sleeping oh, is, um, you know. Say it's optional. It's, <clears throat> yeah, it's optional. And and this, 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 uh, the, these baseball playoffs uh, have sport. me, ha, have me on edge. <laughs> so, so, so it, it, excuse my, my uh, lucidity here. Or drudgeny. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we could vamp for another three or four minutes, but I, I'm really just excited to talk about Ninja Turtles because that's what we're here for. That's right. So, so what's our first segment, Jeff? It's time to see what's in Sergio's box. Okay, so I have two two items. Two, I think it's only two. I don't recall getting anything else in the mail. In the past two weeks. Yes, of course, of course. Uh, The the first thing uh, is, you know, those those pop, not pop, those those um, Funko soda figures that come in the tiny little dinky soda can. Yeah. Well, they kind of snuck two or three more of those things out without it really going wide. Like uh, I I, I just received uh, my Baxter Stockman in the mail. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's 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 Fly Baxter from the original uh, cartoon, and uh, it's you know all those things are pretty cute, so it's it's exactly what I expected it to be. But w- what was weird is it it, it I, last I checked, it's not being carried on like big big like big bad toy store at all. That's very unusual. And I, I don't even think it was on Entertainment Earth. The only place I could really find it uh, to to pre-order it was. Um, what is what is that website? Deep Discount. Yeah, yeah they're good. Yeah, like they sent it and I got it and everything. It was just just real weird not seeing it everywhere, you know. Maybe it was a exclusive. It's not labeled as an exclusive. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's just real weird, real weird. And and maybe they have been posted since I you know pre-ordered it, but when I pre-ordered it, it was nowhere to be found. That's so, really weird. Yeah, so congratulations, Deep Discount. You got my money. Uh, the, the, they also yeah. were the only ones I could find the Casey Jones one at, and that one is still uh, pending. So. Oh, so they, they've got a uh, Soto one for Casey, too. Yep. Nice. Yeah, the only, the only two that I don't have is the, that, the, the Casey, and uh, Rocksteady? No, Bebop. Mm-hmm. I have that pre-ordered through Big Bad Toy Store. Let's see. And I've yet to find a chase of like any of these. Of any of them. Like it's it's supposed to be a one in six, and I none of them. None of them have been chases. Well, I can tell you why your Casey hasn't shipped. He's supposed to ship on November fifth. That makes sense. Yeah, I I, I figured it was that there was going to be a wait. Uh, that looks great. Yeah, they all look great. Oh yeah, yeah, they're cool little things. Real stupid. Like, there's no reason for these things to exist except to steal my money. That's exactly 
why they're there. They had you in mind. They're like, hey, there's this guy. (laughs) There's this Ninja Turtles guy who, like, buys all this crap, like, all of it. And it's like, you know, one day going to open up a museum somewhere out in the country. Um, That no one comes to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll no, we'll get to me spending stupid money. Like, we'll get there. But I just thought of another thing that came in the mail. Um, I ordered the four pack of the NECA Turtles in Time Series Two Ooh. figures, which were Raphael and Michelangelo, Leatherhead, and the Shredder. Hmm. Now, uh, the reason that's uh, a big deal is not really a big deal, but the reason it's a big deal is because the Shredder and Leatherhead apparently were hard to find prior to the like the second wave of them coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they're they're not really like the Target figures or the Walmart figures. The the stuff that goes to to like brick and mortar stores like comic shops and. Um, your toy stores like Big Bag Toy Store or your Entertainment Earth, they get restocked on these things. Mm-hmm. And so this was like a restock of this of Series 2. Uh, so I, I was seeing – like the, the figures are like 25 bucks a piece, give or take, right? Mm-hmm. I was seeing Shredder going for like 75 to $80. Oof. But when I saw I could pre-order it, I was like, I'll just wait. And so now I have – the entire run of the uh, Turtles in Time figures. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the, the the I guess the only one I'm waiting for is n- not Turtles in Time. It would be the Armagon. I, I was gonna say I hope it's labeled that. <laughs> it's labeled not Turtles in Time. Yeah. 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 I'm really curious to see the Armagon uh, box art. Yeah, me too. Because they can't do the Turtles in Time box art. Because he wasn't no. in that game. That's right. Uh, the, the the last thing that I got in the, that I got, and you're going to uh, raz me for buying it. Um, you, you already said that 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 me and you have uh, have to have words. Yeah. <laughs> because what I bought was the was one of the four two packs that are turtles and Cobra Kai. Ugh. Hey, it's yeah. not my money. <laughs> we talked about these a few weeks ago uh, when they were unceremoniously announced by somebody's like Twitter account or something. And uh, they're ugly. Like they're, it's an it's an ugly set. Yeah, I, I don't like the box. I don't I don't like. Well, I kind of like the box. Like the, some of the art on the box is really cool. I don't know anything about the Cobra Kai characters that I'm buying. The turtles are just a you know a a repaint of the same classic collection turtles they've been repainting for 10 years. It's it's a really infuriating little thing, but it was on a shelf and I had to buy it. So yes, I now own I, the Johnny Lawrence. Is it Johnny Lawrence? Yeah. And Donatello two-pack. That's such a weird combo right there, but okay. <laughs> <sighs> you know, it's just like, Way back, because I'm I'm a Karate Kid fan. That it means a lot to me. Like me, my dad, and my sister were were big into the movies, and we you know we 
played the video game on Nintendo, and that's like a just a great fun bad game. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, were you a Karate Kid? Like, did you take karate? I didn't, but in like kindergarten, I was like in a play, and I was in a karate outfit. I don't remember. I mom, my mom's got that on video or something somewhere. Um, but that was about the extent of my karate. I never really was interested. I pro- it would have been great if I had, because you know nobody would have messed with me in high school. Or uh, that, that's yeah. not true. That's not true. Uh, uh, karate is way less useful than people make it out to be. And 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 this. Is is purely based off your expertise as a karate expert? No, as a human being. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, no. Like karate is awesome if it's one on one and no one has weapons. But it's very like it's very easy to not be in a situation where it's one on one and no one has weapons. See, I, I'm gonna go ahead and debate that because I'm not gonna fight anybody with that. At least like a like a pipe wrench or something because who knows they might know karate or they might know crazy okay (laughs) (laughs) well hey that that, that's what i that's what i have in my box what's really weird is like the deluxe figures let's see for karate kid look really good but i don't think playmates is doing those if they look good probably not yeah, like these look really, really good. Like they got full articulation, everything. This is just a cash grab deal, and it yeah, worked. It, yeah, uh huh. It grabbed my cash. Yep. Yes, it did. My, my, look, my yes. wallet was happy that I didn't see two or three of those things at the at the Target. So. Yeah. It's not too late though. I might. You might. Uh, you might. that's it. That's it for what's in my box. I got. I got nothing else. Yeah, What's I did not get any turtle stuff in the mail. And that leads us to our next segment. It's time for the news. Oh, that was a that was a beefy one. It was news. News is like a not... four syllable word. Uh, yeah, <laughs> even though there's not that much beef in the, in our news. Well, kind of. There's some there's some dead meat in our in our news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what's our first piece of news? Out of nowhere, um, you know, uh, NECA is going to be releasing a Universal Movie Monster line of turtle figures. And first up is Frankenraff. Yes, Frankenraff. I have a lot to say about this just in general. Okay. So they're announcing it in October. Yeah. The month of, you know, Halloween. But they're not going to be released until early next year. That is a bummer. Yes, that, that that's quite the bummer. Um Especially since the reason they're doing it is because of Frankenstein, yeah, Frankenstein's 90th anniversary or something mm-hmm. is is what they said, and and the 90th anniversary is this year, not next year. So I, I I don't know if this is just something that came together last minute and and someone had a 
had a, a sculpt that was really cool. I, I don't know. Um, but the sculpt looks really cool. It looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's it's unlike anything we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Ninja Turtles. Uh, we, we have seen the uh, Universal Monsters before. Yeah, and they're switching them up. So, like, Wave 1 originally was Raphael was the mummy. Uh, Donatello was Dracula. Michelangelo was Frankenstein. And Leo was the Wolfman. Now, they haven't announced these. However, um, somebody on, on Twitter leaked out some uh, some codes from Target. So it looks like Michelangelo will be the mummy. And Leonardo will be a hunchback. Hunchback? I was like, like, that's not a universal monster? Like, what? No. That's weird. That's very weird. So I was like, okay, well, is Donatello going to be Dracula again? Or is Don going to be the creature from the Black Lagoon? Or, you know, whatever. Because they did a wave two of the original figures and Donald and Leo was the creature from the black lagoon. April was the bride of Frankenstein. Michelangelo yeah. was the invisible man. And Raphael was a metal Luna mutant from, um, Oh, what's the name of that movie? It's, it's going to drive me crazy. Um, I have no idea. Is, is it like a, a vampire thing? No, it's from This Island Earth. Oh, a deep cut. Okay. Yeah, 1955 sci-fi movie. They uh that was the movie that uh Mr. Science Theater made fun of for the the MST3K movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Well, I the only thing that's a bummer when it comes to that is Leonardo being a hunchback. What is that? Again, like I'm, I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt. Like that could have been altered. It couldn't be, you know, it might not be real. I, I don't know. I'm just reporting on what I saw. But yes, that is extremely disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? I'm sure the sculpts will be pretty cool. Uh, it looks like these are gonna be thirty bucks. That's not bad. I think uh, I pre I pre-ordered mine through Big Bad, and it was a little more than that. It was like thirty-five or yeah. thirty-seven. Um, so I don't, I don't know if the prices were just wrong when, when the, 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 that stuff leaked or what the, the only, the only firm confirmation we have on this is that Raphael is Frankenstein's monster and you can pre-order him now across the internet. Like if they're going to start dipping their toes into the, the, you know, the weird side I'm all for it. And also, too, I believe they have the Universal uh, Monster license already. So that probably helped their cause a great deal. Yeah, yeah. So so do you think, um, like, Super 7 also has the uh, Universal Monsters license? Oh, man, that'd be great. What if, what if we had, like, competing Universal Monsters crossovers next year? That would be awesome because, like, I would I could see Super Seven totally going by the original uh, 
in 93 releases. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what they do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is that. Yeah. That, that, that figure's cool. And it is cool that they announced it during the Halloween month, but it's a huge bummer that it won't be here till next year. Yeah. Um, what else do we have news wise? Uh, we've got a classic, uh, Ninja Turtles blimp reissue from the original cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, like I heard this was going to be a thing just kind of through the grapevine through some of the, you know, internet groups that I'm in and I'm like, okay, whatever. If they, if they release it, I'll get it. But it just kind of popped up one day surprise on, uh, the, the Walmart website for like pre-order for actual order. Right. Yeah. Mm hmm. And people are already receiving them. So it, I don't know if it was ever actually announced or if it, I think it might have been announced this week or something. I don't know. But they're in people's houses already. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Say what you will about Playmates. They work fast. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they um, do. And, and they know how to stock shelves. Yeah. What do you have to say about the blimp? Because I know you have stuff. So... You know, the artwork is still on point. Um, it's not as colorful as the original. Um, I want to say I kind of like the original one a little bit better. But the um, the artwork, artwork's got the turtles, you know, kind of... You got Leo and Raph, you know, jumping off uh, the blimp like via... Like, it looks like a bungee cord type thing. Um... So the original had these like turtle bombs, mm -hmm. and uh, like similar which, to what it, the uh, turtle van had, or to, to what the party wagon had. Yeah, yeah. And so you could put them all on the side, and you had this little trigger grip, uh, and you could just drop them. You had like four. Uh, you had four bombs, um, or six, or you know, the the well, the back shows six, but it says four. I'm like, what? Okay. Um they're not included in this. And that, that's a huge bummer. Like it's a bummer, but it's not nearly as big big of a bummer as it not coming with like tabs to hang it from the ceiling. Oh yeah, cuz the original did. Yeah. Um oh no wait, they're there. No they're not. Yeah they are. No they're not. Did you buy yours? No, but many people uh, in, in the groups I'm in have gotten theirs in, and they're saying, despite the tabs being in uh, in the pictures on the box, they're not actually on the blimp themselves. Well, double bummer there, Playmates. Yeah. Because you, you replaced the bombs and the trigger, and the, the mechanism's different, too. Um, they don't have the trigger on the back. Uh, so they had these like little harness things for the turtles to hang from, which is kind of cool, but still, no, I want to drop bombs on the foot because <laughs> uh, they stink. Yeah. Like I'm not that bummed about the bombs. Like if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to, it's, it's not, I'm not going to open it because I, I have zero nostalgia for that blimp. I, I never owned it as a kid. I did. Like, that was one of the very first turtle things I got. That and the turtle van. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never got it. I, I, I was always envious of kids who had it, but I also, like, every kid who had it, theirs was always half deflated. So I was like, oh, yeah. if 
that thing doesn't stay inflated, then what's the point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the fins never stayed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it, if I see it in a Walmart, I'll probably buy it. I think it's like 30 bucks, which, you know, I, mean, I think that, that, that's, what, that's what the that's what the turtle or that's what the party wagon is going for. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I, I I get how how someone could be uh upset. Yeah. Mm, let's see what we have one more piece of really weird news. So, as as you know, this this Nickelodeon All Star Brawl was recently released on uh, all current and last gen platforms. Yeah. And. That game includes the Ninja Turtles as playable characters. Or it's t- it still only has two of them, right? Yeah. They never well, did announce the other two. No. Okay. All right. That's a winner move there. Um. So in celebration of this game coming out, uh, Xbox uh, and Nickelodeon have partnered to to make a a pair of branded. Xbox Series X's that have characters from the game on them. Uh, You can get a SpongeBob Square console. Which makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does because it just looks like a big, you know, big trash can or, yeah, or a a big refrigerator. Uh, But for our our purposes on Shellheads, uh, you can also get a Leonardo branded Xbox Series X. Now, you can't just buy these. Uh, this this is like a giveaway that they're doing. It's a real shame. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it would be great just to have, you know, to be able to just buy it. I disagree. If the, Like, if the artwork was better, I would say, yeah, yeah that would be great. But it's it's just a generic Leonardo head. Or I guess bust on both the uh, the console and the controller. The SpongeBob one is actually way cooler. Wow. Just just that's because a, that's a hot take. It is. Is it? <laughs> it's not a hot take. Look at it. He, he you're basically buying a little SpongeBob that you shove discs into. Like it's cool. This this turtles one just looks like they went went, went through some uh, some like stock art and just kind of cut and pasted it on the side and the back. Yeah. And the front. Well, I'll, I'll give you that. You know, they, I, I don't. Even, it doesn't even look like they commissioned a dude to make this thing. Yeah. I could have made this this artwork given the right library. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. Like someone's gonna win it and it's gonna sit in their house and someone's gonna walk into their house and say, dude, what is that? And I would love to be that person, but I'm not bummed that we can't just buy it. Yeah. You know? eh. um, but if you visit the Xbox Twitter account, um, the contest ends on 10, 24, 21. So as of this recording right now, you have three days. It'll probably be released tomorrow. So you'll have a couple days uh, to, to actually try to win one of these. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. With that said, I'm going to click this link, and I'm going to try to enter and win this stupid thing. That would be awesome. (laughs) 
Uh, well, Jeff, that that's it for news, right? Do we have we don't have anything else, do we? Um, no, that's about it. Yeah, it's 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 been quite quiet. It has. Uh, but that's that's that tends to be what happens uh, as as you get closer to the holiday. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some stuff in November because November is a big shopping month. So we'll see. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Jeff, this is episode what seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, the big seven five. Uh, I I I don't think seven five is that big of a deal. You know, it's it's not like <laughs> hey, it, it, like twenty five is kind of a big deal. 50 is a huge deal. 100 is a huge deal. But 75 is kind of the the the, the redheaded stepchild of of important episodes. Oof. Sorry. Sorry. For sorry if anyone's redheaded. My bad. That's that's probably offensive. Yeah. yeah. But I, I figured we do we do spotlights on on the fives on the fives and the zeros. We do spotlights. Uh, this time we're doing who. <laughs> We we are discussing Karai. Who are we doing? Who, who are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing Karai, Sergio. Very much a stepchild. See what I did there? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, Karai. Um, I like. I don't know why it's taken us so long to get to Karai. She is definitely a secondary character. Uh, I would almost categorize her as like a tertiary character, one that is even more obscure than, say, a Leatherhead. Because she hasn't showed up as often as Leatherhead. Um, But let's let's just start off by by talking about, like, the broad strokes of the character herself. Uh, Because I think outside of, like, Ninja Turtles people, like me and you, there's, I just imagine there being a lot of confusion as to exactly who Karai is. Uh, I would go ahead and, and and echo that sentiment. Yes, because I I vividly remember talking to at least two people who were just convinced that Karai is Shredder's daughter. Like that's that's just canon. That's that's who she is, and that's very much not the case. Like it, she has been in certain iterations of you know of the character, but that's not like a base characteristic. You know. Um, w- what 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 what's your jumping off point here? What what's your opinion of Karai? What is your what was your first um, exposure to the character? My first exposure was two K three. Um, of course, you know, because we're not counting the uh, what was it Lotus Blossom kind of knockoff on the eighty seven cartoon. <laughs> True. <laughs> Which very much was I I'm convinced that that was their attempt. Um. At inserting her into that world in only what two episodes was like was her character even did her character exist when Lotus Lotus Blossom came around? You know what that is a very good question. Uh... I'll look that up. You keep talking. Okay. Um. So my exposure was 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 two K three, um, for City at War, um. And, um, you know, because at that point, I, you know, I hadn't dug up the comics or, you know, explored, you know, any of any of that stuff because uh, it was relatively hard to find um, in our area. Um, mm-hmm. And um, 
Well, no, I take that back. My first exposure technically was she was in the um, Turtles Tournament Fighter game. Oh, yeah, she was. And I was like, who is this? Because I thought it was like an Indian guy. I'm sorry, a Native American. I was like, who is this dude? He's like beefy and stuff. And then when I uh, when I'm looking at the actual Mirage artwork, I'm like, oh, snap. She looks almost exactly like she does in the comics. That's really, really funny. Giant shoulder pads and stuff. And I was like, I hated fighting her so much. (laughs) So uh, back back to our uh, our point, uh, Lotus Blossom actually predates Karai by four years. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah, uh, and and our our our, our trusted uh, Turtlepedia mentions on the Lotus Blossom page that uh, she shares many of the characteristics uh, of Karai, but they are two different characters. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Karai's like a relatively late addition to the to the roster here. Uh, she didn't debut until 1994. Oh, man. With the um, publication of City at War. And it wasn't until like book three of City at War. So, so it was it was deep in, into the story. And the way she was introduced, I guess we're jumping directly into the, the character itself because uh my first, you know, ex- experience with Karai also was 2K3, but it it kind of wasn't like I was watching 2K3 around the same time as I was reading Mirage, so I l- really don't remember which one actually came first. But I'm most familiar with the Karai in 2K3, right? You know, that that's kind of the one that that stood out the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the original Mirage comics. She literally had no connection to the Shredder. Uh, she she was a uh, like like a foot leader from Japan who was showing up, who showed up in in New York to kind of clean up the mess that was left by Shredder's death. So it's it's very possible she never even met the dude. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and and since then her character has been so inextricably connected to the Shredder that it's really odd knowing that. She really didn't have anything to do with him. Mm. Um, it's funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what we do see in the original Mirage character is the seeds of what that character will become. And the the, the one thing that nearly every version of Karai has in common is she can't decide if she's a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah, the uh, very much the um, not an anti-hero. Like hero, anti-hero. I, I think I've even read anti-villain, which is a really weird word. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just she she it, you know holds holds the the tenets of Bushido and like ninja stuff like really high, you know, in 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 her in in respect, and she wants to follow those rules. But in so many versions of her, she works for or is related to the shredder and that internal turmoil creates this this character who's sometimes an ally to the turtles and that's originally what she was it, it you know when she showed up in in new york 
she was there to fix things. She was there to, to, you know, stop the fighting that the, the, uh, the foot clan was doing with the turtles. She basically promised the turtles amnesty if they helped her and mm-hmm. they helped her. She promised them amnesty and that's it. Like their, their war with the foot clan was over, you know? So, so she, she really closed the book on the whole shredder foot clan thing. Yeah. Of course there was a whole bunch of other retcon stuff afterwards, but if we're taking city at war for the canon that it is, she like it's her character is extremely important to the arc of the turtles. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the arc of the turtles, you open it and your face melts. Ooh. Um, what'd you think of the original Karai? Oh, I loved her. I mean, you know, city, like when we read city at war, it was fantastic. Um, easily one of my top favorite storylines. Um, from the original Mirage, um, it, it it's been a while since we've read it, so I I I did forget that she was not connected uh, to Shredder because I'm just so used to all the other versions. It's easy to just you know if you're used to one version, you'd be like, oh well, that's all. Oh wait, no, okay, that's that's that you know there is no connection except for you know she's just from the Foot Clan. In Japan, yeah, it's from the homeland, and and I, th- I think Japan. something yeah. that, that that gets lost a lot is Karai had a daughter, yeah, that was murdered in like towards the end of City at War, and that's not something that's come up ever since. Oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, so I, I'm not sure which version of Karai is the most compelling. Because, like, as a standalone character, I would probably say the original version is the most compelling. You know, she comes with her own story. She has a family. Uh, tragedy befalls her, and she still gets her job done. Yeah. You know, that that's a fantastic standalone arc, but it doesn't connect as well as later versions of the character do to the Turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, I guess, here's our cue to move on to the rest of the other versions. So... Uh, the, the the outside of tournament fighters, the next version of Karai is what two K three? Yeah, that's yeah that's that's how I understand it. And, and and let me let me do let me do one more quick glance at some some research. But I'm, yeah, it's two K three. Yeah, absolutely. So two K three rolls around. What what about that character stood out to you? Like. I knew that. Oh, first of all, the design was 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 gorgeous. Like I absolutely love the look of her, and it it, it pretty much mirrors, um, you know, the comics because you know, of course, you know, it's you know the Mirage take uh, on a new Turtles cartoon. Um, yep. But she just looked tough and just mean and formidable, and just the the fights on that show, man. You just, you know, you you didn't want to mess with her. Um, yeah. Even though, you know, we already talked about, you know, the City at War arc on 2K3 not being as long or, you know, epic as the, you know, the, the comics version. But, you know, they they did what they could. Um, I still think it should have gone on for like, you know, four or five episodes. Um, yeah, yeah. But, um but at that at that point, Karai's character had been established, correct? Or 
No, mm-hmm. no, no. She oh. she's debuted in City at War, right? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I'm wrong. Um, what 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 I what I like is she isn't the Shredder's daughter daughter because yeah. she can't be. He's a neutrum, you know. But she is his adopted daughter. Yeah. Uh, and 100 percent loyal. Yes, yes, like uh, loyal to a fault in a, in a lot of cases. Um, yeah. But she still has that that uh, I love my father. You know, I'm I'm bound to him. You know, but I'm also bound to my honor. Yeah. And my father is clearly not an honorable man. I am torn. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that version of Karai is default Karai for me. Yeah. Like everything else is, is an extension of that because as you said, her, her character design is on point. Uh, it is, she's a strong female character who gets the job done. Um, yes, she is just, you know, a, 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 uh, a crony, you know, she is a, you know, but, but she's also second in command. Right. You know, she, she's the position that a hun wants. But he can never have because she's second in command. So mm-hmm. that version of Karai is cool. Uh, from Especially there, the alternate future versions, all these creepy looking robots and stuff. Man, I hated fighting those things in the freaking game. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it drove me crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from there, we... Let's see, the next version of Karai that we get is in the TMNT movie. Yep. Now, I don't think we really get any backstory on her. No. Like, none. But it is, she's only in one movie, so I'm sure, you know, had it gone longer, or if we got a second movie, you know, we would have gotten more backstory. Um, She does refer to Shredder in the movie, but... That's about it. She's just the leader of the Foot Clan now that Shredder's dead. Mm-hmm. Or the quote-unquote dead. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have any problems with that, Karai. You know, it, I didn't either. It, it, it made sense to include her. Like, if they're going to bring the Foot Clan into the movie TMNT, the logical thing would be to ignore the Shredder, assume he's dead, and bring Karai in. Yeah, and that's what they did. So, yeah, because I mean, if you're going on it being technically the fourth film in the original run of, of mm-hmm. films, that it totally makes sense. Agreed. Um, to this day, that line that she says still drives me crazy. What line? When um, you have Max Winter um, and he um. Is Max Winter, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, he's in the office. Is like, if you're going to kill me, could you make it fast? I have a meeting, or, or whatever. I can't remember the exact line, but it's like, if it, the line should have been, if we wanted you dead, you would be dead already. I was like, perfect. If we wanted you to be hurting, you would be hurting already. I'm like, no, yeah. no, <laughs> it, it's, it's dumb. It's stupid. You're you're writing a movie for children, Jeff. I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) Ninjas kill people. Happens every year. Ninjas don't kill people in movies. 
that are for children. They just kill people. It's rated PG, not P, not G. Oh, okay. Still. <laughs> you complain about some of the weirdest stuff sometimes. Drive it crazy. <laughs> you wanted to hurt you, you'd be hurting already. That's dumb. That's bad writing. <laughs> Yet you like Secret of the Ooze. Like, Secret hey. of the Ooze is, is a master class in bad writing. Hey, that movie... It's pure nostalgia. Whatever. Pure nostalgia. I don't like uh, it nearly as much as the first film. <laughs> or three. Or four. Yeah. Um, let's see. The next major version of Karai that we get uh, is the Nickelodeon show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. I do not like the character design. I'm not too happy with it either. She just looks kind of funky uh i hate the blonde hair uh, yeah like the yin yang the half and half it's 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 just i don't even think that hair was cool in 2012 no you know not at all so i i just feel like the the animator whoever designed her just kept changing it and kept changing it and kept changing it. And then someone walked in the room and said, are you done? And he said, um, uh, yeah, here, here it is. is it, we're calling it the half and half. Yeah. So is her hair black and she bleaches it blonde or is it blonde and she dyes it black? Who knows? It's a mystery. She's a ninja. It is a mystery. Yeah. And I, I don't really have any complaints about her character in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in, 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 in this series, uh, she is, you know, introduced as Shredder's daughter uh, and, and as kind of his second in command. Um, but very quickly, we learn that she is Splinter's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her name is actually Hamato Miwa. Yeah. And every time I see the name Miwa, I, I think of, of Splinter saying Miwa. Yeah. Because he <laughs> says it so often. Miwa. Well, that is her name. <laughs> it is. But he always says it in such like uh, he, he's always sad. He, there's never like a happy. Ah, Miwa. It's Miwa. Yeah. And and th- th- there's a lot of tragedy associated with that character through that series. Because, like, not only was she stolen from uh, Hamato Yoshi, you know, as a baby and raised by the villainous Shredder, but when she eventually learns the truth and switches sides, it doesn't take her very long to screw up and get mutated into a snake being. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, me and you, we're, we just finished, what, season two recently? And that's how season two ends, with her kind of lost in the city as this shape-shifting snake. Yeah. Um, which is kind of a bummer, but I get it. Like, if... It's, if, a, it's an interesting twist. Yeah. Like, if, if you don't mutate, if you don't do something with her character that kind of writes her out of the, 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 the main arc... Then and you can't sell new toys. That's true. That's that. Yes, <laughs> you, you can put like super ninja armor or something on her. Like you can always sell more toys. But historically, 
female characters don't sell very well in the turtles line. They never have. Yeah. Uh, but if you, if you don't do that, if you don't write her out of the main continuity in some way, you have to deal with her every episode. You have to find a way to fit her into the plot of every episode because theoretically she would live with this, with the turtles. Yeah. And if she lives with the turtles, then she's going to be part of every single story. And I don't know if the writers wanted to have to deal with that. So that's why they put her on a shelf for a little I mean, long and let her dip in whenever, you know, I mean, I can see that. I also see toy cells just in general. Uh, no, man. I think there was only one. There were two Karai action figures. And as I said, they they don't sell. They're not they're not looking to make more girl action figures. They never have been. No. How many mutants in the original cartoon were, were girls? What, Mona Lisa? It's one. Yeah. Well, you don't count, you know, April as a cat. Which we didn't get an, a, a figure for. No, we did. We got a... Did we? I think... I'm pretty sure. From Playmates. I believe so. Hit up the old Google machine. Yeah. She was a mutation figure. Oh, snap, she was. Well, look at that. You're right, Jeff. Boom. That's kind of cool. I kind of want that now. Yeah, you got to track it down. Oh, man, she's ugly, too. That is not a cute figure. No, it's not. Wow. Well, either way, they just they just don't sell that well. They never have. It's because the show is marketed directly at little boys. Yeah. You know, and when they're in the store, hey, mom, mom, can you get me a figure? Can you get me a figure? They're not saying, hey, get me that tertiary female character. Yeah, but I'm sure there were a bunch of, you know, little girls that were like, oh, sweet. You know, April no figure comes with action stuff. I, w- I would love to say that we live in a world that that was the, that that's the case, Jeff. Maybe. You don't know. There's a lot of girls that probably grew up to be a, you know, news reporter because of her. There, you know, there maybe, maybe, maybe. But if you, if you look at the, the, the TV shows of the 80s, there was no common denominator there. There wasn't a show that appealed to everyone. They had girl shows and they had boy shows. You had your Transformers, He-Man and Turtles, and you had My Little Pony, Barbie and I don't know. Shira, Princess of Power, and Jim and the Holograms. Okay, yeah, but those were specifically marketed to, to towards girls. Yes. Yeah, like nowadays, cartoons are marketed to, to both. Like SpongeBob, take SpongeBob. That that's an everyone show. Yeah. You know, uh, and th- that's just kind of how television has has evolved over the past twenty years or thirty years. Yeah. Um. Where did we stop? Oh, yeah, we were on the Nickelodeon uh, Miwa. What, what are your thoughts on Hamato Miwa? Well, um, I, I like this version um, mainly because uh, she is voiced by the incredible Kelly Hugh, um, who I met uh, at a convention and basically talked to her for like 30, 40 minutes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got her autograph and everything. Um, she was she was very nice. Um, but uh, 
I I don't care for her 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 design in this because um, it's just too out there, you know, especially with the hair. Like I get they were trying to do something different than what had been established before, but you know, it uh, just uh, bad hair. Just <laughs> no. Other than that, her um her introduction. Man, it gave me it gave me chills because you know she's tracking April, and she go they go to the restaurant, and she asks for turtle soup, and that's oh I was like oh man, <laughs> she's handled very well on the show, um and her action sequences and stuff, and of course you know the romance, because we didn't I don't recall in two K three there being kind of a budding romance between Leo and and Karai. In that, but in 2012, there was. Yeah, I don't know. I would stop short of saying the word romance, but there there definitely was like this, like like a weirdness between them. Yeah. Yeah. And and they did that with all the all the turtles like Donatello had that weirdness with April. Um, Raphael ended up doing uh, ha- having the weirdness with uh, Mona Lisa. I think it's Mona Lisa. Or hey, I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's reptile. True, true. No, I think and, it was Mona Lisa. Yeah, and then Mikey, his was uh, oh, the Time Scepter Girl. Oh, Renette. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Snap! I haven't it's even gotten that yet. It's been a very long time. I might be wrong. I apologize if I am, but the, yeah, there were. They didn't just have that with Donatello. They they made sure all the turtles got their little weird girl moment. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, there's a few other versions of Karai that I guess I need to mention that we're not really going to talk much about. Like Karai was in the second, or no, Karai was in the 2014 film. Mm-hmm. I guess just to be there. Yeah. Uh, she didn't do much. She didn't say much. Uh, there was literally no mention of who, like how she's related to the Shredder, or if she is related to the Shredder. She's just kind of Shredder's lieutenant. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, not not thrilled with her inclusion, and I don't even think she's in the second movie. Um. No, she's not. No, she is. Is she? Yeah, she gets like a full outfit and everything. Man, I need to watch that movie again. I don't remember that. Oh, that's on the list. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Man. What a bummer. Uh, Let's see. She's also we haven't seen this yet. Well, next time we cover Rise, you'll see this. But Karai makes an appearance in Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, snap. Yes. In a significant, not I wouldn't say significant role. Like it's not like she's in a whole bunch of episodes, but it, it's a significant story role. Like her her existence matters. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, and we'll see that next time we watch Rise, and uh, you're gonna love it. Just I, I'm calling it now. You're gonna love I'm it. I'm ready. Uh, let's talk about Karai in the IDW comic. All right. Because that one. 
as usual, because there are so many pages and so many issues, uh, that one has a lot of character development. We've learned a lot about her and her relationship to the uh, to the Shredder and how she fits in the lives of the Turtles and how seriously she takes Bushido. Like there's there's a lot there. And as always, she rides the line between who's good, who's bad. Do we trust her this time around or not? Karai was instrumental in the Shredder's resurrection. Uh, she was kind of in place to be his successor. She was kind of in place to be his Konuich. And all of that fell through when Leonardo shows up as a bad guy when he was uh, brainwashed, right? Yep. From there, we learn that the, the Shredder is real quick to throw a lot of shade at Karai. And she kind of took it, you know, personal. And she ended up, like... Be trying to be an overachiever and she mutated Bebop and Rocksteady and, and and then like post issue 50 she goes on her own like self journey through uh, the like a turtle side book that you haven't read yet and gets this special sword and has her own little strike team like K Karai's journey is long and I really like it I just wish that she actually got more power, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, the, the issue 50 has already been spoiled for you. Yeah. And for Karai to not get the power that she wants after issue 50, uh, where she, what, what happens to her after that is, like, it makes sense, it's logical, but I feel like I wanted something different out of it. I mean, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, probably and, want the same. Yeah, and when we get there, I'm I'm sure you'll you'll kind of see it. You 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 may not agree with me, but uh, that version of Karai is a very good version of Karai. She is technically the ancestor of the Shredder, not a direct you know. It's like it's not her grand. She refers to him as her you know grandfather. mm Hmm. But he's it's it's more of a she's a direct descendant of him. Hmm. Uh, she is Oroku Karai. OK. Um, uh, what like what was like what's the thing is, is out of the gate, they really gave that Karai teeth. Because if you if you remember at the beginning of the IDW book, the Foot Clan isn't really a clan. It's more of like a business entity. And Karai's, uh, like, father or grandfather had turned it from a clan into a business entity that was doing, like, shady business deals. Yeah. And she was like, no, we need to we need to bring the strength back to this. And, like, it started with her. She she brought the, the, the clan back to uh, – don't, don't say the clan. The, the Foot Clan, like, Ooh. back to – something that resembles what the foot clan originally was. Yeah. And then when shredder shows up, she just, uh, for the lack of a better word, got neutered or I guess spade spade spade. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of a bummer, but you know, some care, some characters have to get shoved aside. So other ones can, can thrive. So what are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that, on that, on that Karai? Well, as, as far as, character development goes of course i'm going to go you know always side with you know 
the IDW being uh, probably the best one so far. Um, you know, it's like making with Shredder making her second, you know, not second in command and bypassing her for Leo. I mean, it was it was a character build for sure, um, and it being how much are you going to take until you stand up for yourself? And she did. Right. Um, and that was, that was fantastic. Um, but you know, we haven't, like you said, there's, there's more coming that we haven't gotten to yet. And I've already kind of forgotten, you know, what you said, which is good. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, yeah. I, I tried to not go too deep into the nitty gritty there. Yeah. And she she uh, and she was instrumental in creating Bebop and Rocksteady. Yes, she she ordered them to be to to to, to be mutated. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, Bebop and Rocksteady were made to order. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's you know, and I'm going on record saying too that's the best version of of them that we've gotten too. So, well, uh, that's pretty much. All of the Karais. Um, she d- she does make uh, appearances in like some one off stuff, like the power the the Power Rangers crossover uh, and yeah. the Batman crossover. Yeah, and, but, and the Power Rangers one, she's in um, her original like two K three style outfit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but but. It doesn't really like her appearances in those two comic series. They they don't really matter that much. Oh, you know, um, uh, what about the image version? She returns, uh, because technically the image, you know, comic is a sequel to city of war. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to go into, Right, of course. Yeah, because because that's there's some very spoiler heavy stuff with Lady Ninjas and Karai and 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 who's who and what's what. Mm-hmm. I will say that the way they handle the character following the events of City at War makes sense, mm-hmm. and it's entertaining. But I don't know if she does anything that warrants you know like a deep discussion. I got you. No, I I I, yeah. I echo that. It's of course it's been a while since we've read those, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I we, when we we're we're gonna cover those pretty soon because we did finish um, volume two recently, which means that volume three, the image run, is coming up soon, and I'm sure we'll dive deeper into to her character there. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. If we're mentioning it, she was there. She was there. Yeah. Um, now she also showed up in the um the uh, was it the Xbox PS4 game. That's true. Yeah, yeah, like when when it comes to instances of Karai that bear mentioning, I think we we've we've hit them all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she showed up in all the video games. Mhm. Um I think wasn't she playable in Turtle Smash Up? Yes, she was, I believe. Um, 
what I'm like, what I'm impatiently not waiting on, but expecting to happen eventually. It's a quite a qualifier. Uh, is I want a fan-made Karai movie. Ooh, that would be awesome. Because you, you know, fa- fan movies are real tough to do. To in, like and include the Ninja Turtles, just you know because costumes. Right. That's that, like that's why a that's why Casey Jones is such a popular character to do a fan movie about. Mm-hmm. Because he's but he you can do it as a standalone character. You could totally do that with Karai. Oh, most definitely. And that would be exciting, you know. Like it, it, she's a character that is always kind of there, but the focus is rarely on her. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of coal to mine in that well. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, if, if there are any active Ninja Turtles writers listening, like. Use Karai like she there's so much potential in that character, uh, especially if you're writing a story where the shredder is out of the picture. And she's free of the, you know, the the shackles that come with being part of the Foot Clan. Like, where do you go from there? You're a ninja girl who knows about turtles like mutant turtles and mutants all over the world. Like, what do you do with that? Go for it, people. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, there's a, a bottomless pit that you can that you can do uh, for Karai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, Jeff, as always, um, these these character spotlights aren't the longest episodes. Uh, this one has been rather long, which is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. What else you got before we wrap this up? Um, I I'm going to go ahead and project my wants for the character. Um, I okay. I want to see more of her in uh like television and movies and definitely movies i want to see um her be you know featured in film you know the films uh the animated stuff you know whatever but i i want a proper proper respect done to her character especially in the films yeah yeah and and to in to include her in a film is not enough no you know, I don't want her to just be there because she's supposed to be. I want there to be a, a tangible reason for her to be there mm-hmm. and for her to do stuff that matters. Yeah. You, you could do some interesting things. We got a new live action movie coming. I'm worried about that. We got a new animated one. Yeah. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. I just want them to give us something fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Karai kind of falls in the same bucket as Bishop. Like, you can't really start a Ninja Turtle story with Karai. I just love like Bishop can't. so much. Right, but you can't just, like, when you're, it's like, hey, new version of the Turtles. Their big bad is Bishop. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, you like, they, they, they strung him along for a while. Like, they, you know, they're like, who is this guy? He's not important until he becomes important. Right, and, and then he is the most important. And I don't, like, I... I would love to see a story where Karai is the most important from the start. I just don't I don't think there's a compelling way to write that. I mean, they could. It just depends. Like when you go back to the first film, that movie was so and I'm I'm always going to defend that because I've seen 
nut nut bars on the internet. We're like, oh, that was the worst movie. I was like, I was like, you're out of your freaking mind. Um, it's a it's a great character study. There's you know there's there's a it's a good family film in the sense of like family is at the core of that film, and you could introduce her. You know, have it be a sequel to the first film or whatever. She comes in to clean house, and you yeah. take that over one or two movies. You stretch it out. So, you know? so, so I know she didn't exist at this time because she didn't come around until like '94. But w- what if Karai replaced the Shredder in Secret of the Ooze? I could have gone for that most definitely because it would have. Think about the manipulation there. Like if she's in disguise or whatever, she's like totally manipulating manipulating the turtles and like kind of like entrancing them. You know, because how they were fawning over April, the same yep. thing. But then, you know, tricks them. I mean, again, I'm asking too much of writing for movies from the '90s. <laughs> Children's movies from the. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but still, uh, in, in the in, psychological in, element. Or at the psychological aspect of it would have been fantastic. Yeah. So, okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna rewrite Secret of the Use real quick. Are you with me? Okay, go ahead. So Shredder's dead. Karai is now the leader of the Foot Clan. Why is my Google is talking to me? <laughs> Thank you. Karai is now the leader of the Foot Clan, right? Mm-hmm. No one like the turtles don't know this, and she finds a way to uh, meet up with with April and befriend the turtles, and she's kind of entrenched herself into their life. Simultaneously, instead of the 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 doctor, the the, the scientist that we actually got in that movie, mm-hmm. instead of playing that character, he plays a Baxter Stockman, and he's Ooh. working with the ooze uh, in you know whatever his scientist lab is. And there's an accident there that creates Toka and Razar. Toka oh. and Razar are terrorizing the city as these giant monsters. And both the turtles and their allies and the foot clan are fighting Toka and Razar to, to, to bring calm to the city. And the end of the movie is the, is basically the reveal to the turtles that Karai is the leader of the foot clan. I would watch the shell out of that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. And and it, it kind of fits in the whole, is she a good guy, is she a bad guy thing? Yeah. And the movie ends with unfinished business between the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be and, great. And, and maybe, like, the stinger, you know, during the credits is, uh, is, is Baxter Stockman being mutated? Eh, maybe. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, like... There is some like MCU level intricacies you could write into a Ninja Turtles movie uh, series. Easy. Yeah. Very easy. But that's that's all we have. That's all we have, Jeff. That's fine. It's it um, good stuff. Do, do, do we know what we're talking about next time? I, you you do because you you have the spreadsheet. I don't. I think we've established this in in multiple episodes that's true that's true but i always ask just in case you were paying attention when i told you because i'm sure i told you i have add i'm not paying attention (laughs) uh we are diving back into the uh 2k3 cartoon oh 
We will be covering the second part of season three, uh, episodes 10 through 18. So if you want to watch along, uh, if, go find those where they're to be found. The and, Paramount Plus? Yep. Uh, or you can try to track down the DVDs, which is not an easy task these days. No. So or, uh, with that said, uh, Jeff, where can we find you? As always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Brendan, Mississippi's premier arcade. You know, folks, we're back open. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know, um, we provide uh, new and classic games for people to enjoy. Uh, our One of our staples in the arcade is the Neo Geo cabinet uh, that has Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, Metal Slug, Wind Jammers, all those fantastic, awesome games. Um, and uh, we do uh, weekly Smash Brothers tournaments uh, with the MS Smash Group, which is the largest Smash Group in Mississippi, uh, North, South, and Central. Um, so please come uh, join us uh, for that. Um, and where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, you can find me on realitybreached.com. Um, we, we we just released our final Lost episode, which is it's it's it's, it's whole thing. You you, you, you got to visit the site and we'll talk about it. I, I, it tells you exactly what we mean by lost episode. It's ridiculous, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and we also finished our debriefing and cocktails seasons one and two. Uh, we l- watched and podcasted about every single James Bond movie, even the new No Time to Die, which no spoilers. That's a fantastic movie. Awesome. Uh, I, I highly suggest it. Uh, we have some more episodes coming up soon. I'm not sure what they're on yet, uh, but so you can subscribe to Reality Breached and all of our podcasts on the podcast player of your choice. So you're 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 going to be covering the the video games and the offshoots like James Pond and uh, you know James Bond Junior and all that other good stuff because there's there's I, a lot of content in there. Sergio. There is and, and the spoofs and the spoofs. I don't know if I like James Bond enough to sure, – Sure, sure you did. No, I don't. No, no. Like, at his core, James Bond is kind of a garbage character. Um, and and we cover that in, in the podcast. Like, I had never seen any of these movies, so my opinion of him had not been set in stone yet. Now I don't know if I like that guy. Oh, hot take. Yeah, hot take. But debriefing and cocktails. Again, you can subscribe on any – Podcast player, pretty much, give or take. If you find one, I'll I'll say this. If you can find a podcast player that we're not on, I will do the legwork to get us added. How about that? Same nice. thing with Chillhead. Nice. Well, Jeff, that does it for episode 75. Congratulations on making it to the 75th episode of Shellheads. Oh, thank you. It feels good. Um, I, I got I to gotta think of a huge thing for us to do for episode 100. Ooh. Yeah, coming. that should be close to the end of next year. So, yeah. Uh, well, Jeff, I'm Sergio, and I forgot how to close these things, and we're shellheads. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Redo it? No. Well, just, just screw it. Let's keep that. Yeah.
Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.